0: Much better episode ahead this time
1: let's have a ball uh the salty amigo is still on tap still enjoying it hold on turn 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 bink thank you birmingham district salty amigo uh just because we work for fredonia doesn't mean we always drink fredonia but we support fredonia beer but at the moment this yeah. is all we
0: jackie and yeah yeah know. we support all we always support
1: support small businesses
0: i'm still sipping on this finish long drink um but i'm so stoked oh, this will take
1: me no. while to finish
0: we'll go on a tangent but i'm so stoked to try out the cider that the brewery now offers so is it in cans or is it on tap
1: it's just on tap because it's not ours yeah um well i knew so, that i didn't
0: know oh, if that okay I mean, they can't um, cans.
1: yeah no yeah um it, it's just it's just on tap but we actually ran out on saturday so i'm hoping we'll get some in by friday
0: they better i'm gonna be so mad
1: we ran out we had we had one keg and people were drinking it like there's no tomorrow so we weren't expecting to run out that fast to be honest with you so um jack said he ordered more on monday so
0: okay well, it's out of Dallas, so it better be here.
1: That's true. I, yeah, just whenever the distribute can get it, distributor can get us more. So I don't know. Anyway, fingers crossed. Um. Anyway, so hey, let's talk about the Lamar game. Let's get it started. This one will be. It was still nerve wracking, but at least we got the dub, and there was a lot more positives that came from this game. So we have a lot more exciting, positive things to talk about. So let's just get to it so anyway this beer is so sour it's just wild i'm busy yeah i just wanted you but i'm live oh this is why i said i was busy excuse me (laughs) i'm just saying hey i posted something so i hope you don't get pissed What did she say? (laughs) She said she hoped she posted something and I hope I don't get pissed. Oh, God, it could be anything.
0: We might have have to check that out. Oh, God. Do you you hear this cat? He sounds like he's dying. Nothing is happening to my cat. Y'all see. Oh,
1: my God.
0: Why are you. What do you need? Uh, oh,
1: <laughs> it's nothing bad. She, I guess she thinks I'm going to get upset at this, but I'm not. She posted on Facebook in all caps. If you stand by them during the good times, then you need to stand by them during the bad times. Stay loyal.
0: No, that's good. And you know what? I have, I have I did not I didn't, I didn't put it on my notes, but I thought it in my mind. So when we do the.
1: Yeah, that was cute though.
0: Strength, I'll I'll mention it.
1: It was cute though. Anyway, so a few things we'll talk about before. We actually like to talk about the game. So Monday was Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And um, every year on that day, SFA does like a big day of service. And so um, I'm one of the board members for Keep Knack Beautiful. And we usually try to be involved in the MLK JF of service that SFA does. And so one of our locations was where I was at and it was the tech cycle. And let me just say that people brought their, their old tech out in droves. We've never had this much technology that people wanna recycle and not just throw away and it was so nice. Like, I mean, it was, it was a great turnout. We had a lot of, a lot, a lot of people bring in their old computers and printers and all this stuff. And so it was great. I was really, really pleased. I was really happy. That's a lot of stuff. That's not going to go out to the landfill. It's going to be reused and repurposed and stripped for parts and things like that. So that was, that was really nice. And uh, a few of our other sites were cleaned up uh, along Lenana Creek, along Bonita Creek, um, I mean, we were just out there and the students were out there helping us um, trying really to, again, keep NAC beautiful. So I was really pleased at that. So, you know, of course, we did that in honor of Martin Luther King Jr., but also a little bit for Betty because Betty always gave back. So
0: that's nice. Stop meowing. What's up, little players? Less than a month and we get to see you.
1: We're excited. Jose
0: can't wait.
1: Can't wait, bud. Excited to get wild and wacky in Nola.
0: I haven't been to Nola in a long time. So I'm it's been a few really years for me. Really excited. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh thanks for tuning in, Jose. All right, back to scheduled programming. So um my first exciting note for yesterday was one one of my very best friends, um, Christian, who Christian and I met, I think, like 10 years ago at the state tournament, at the high school state basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been, remained friends ever since then. Um, I've probably mentioned him on here before. He went to Tech. He's the one I went um, and visited whenever we went to the Tech-Oklahoma State game where Marcus Smart got thrown out for going in the stands. Um, anyway, we've done a lot of exciting things together, but this is the first time he's ever come to an SBA game. Um, and actually, fun side fact that I forgot, um, his mom went – graduated from SFA, undergrad. Oh, I didn't know? Oh, that's cool. But then she did her master's at Sam Houston. So, a little <laughs> mixed up there. Um, and then his, yeah, and then his younger brother went to Sam. But anyway, um, so I was like, I always forget that she went to SFA, so I was like, we got to get her involved in some alumni stuff and we do things in the Houston area.
1: Um, yeah. anyway,
0: so, he, he came to the game, and thank goodness we got the win because I would have been... Very highly upset if I brought him to a game and we lost. Um, And shout out to Sean Kennedy for letting us use one of your tickets. Um, So that was nice. So Christian got to come. I'm very distraught that not only did Alex and I forget to take a picture of our outfit of the game, but Christian and I did not take a picture. We just completely forgot. I don't know what happened to us. Well, I'll tell you what happened,
1: little miss. You got up during the halftime and went and chit-chatted with – I know. Yeah, and you were there the entire halftime, and that's when we take our picture.
0: We need to start doing it before the game.
1: Yes, we do. Because usually by halftime, I'm sweaty and upset and nervous and, and just wild, and I, I look like all of those things. So if we take it before the game, this cat is killing me.
0: Y'all, this is my every day. It's because I brought Scotty in and not McGonagall, so he's like meowing for him. Anyways, uh, yeah, we need to start doing it before the game. Stop! Stop doing that. <laughs> okay. On on with the pregame notes. Um, so David's dad Bob was there last night. Um, Bravo. I was actually here for the whole week, so that's really nice that he got to come in since we have three home games. Um, so we are looking forward to seeing him again on Thursday, and we've already let him know that we'll touch base with him again on the sequence of events for this weekend uh, since we have a lot going on. So excited that he got to be here um, this week. That's nice. Uh, We
1: we will drag Bobbo out to the tailgate. He will be crushing beers with us.
0: It's going to be fun. And uh, Maria was here again. She's here Mm -hmm. uh, through the weekend. So, yeah, so we'll we'll look forward to hanging out with Maria and Bob on Saturday. That'll be fun. Um, Yes, I I went, so uh, as Alex said, I, I went down at halftime. So another, in the last episode, I mentioned uh, my friend Ben, who used to work for SFA, who now works for Sam. So at the same time that Ben worked for SFA, uh, a guy named James Dixon worked for SFA, they both left at the same time James uh, has worked for Lamar um, since then. So, you know, I get to see him like once a year at a Lamar game. So I, I went down to chit chat with him um, at halftime. So that was nice. Uh and then just in regularly scheduled programming with the team. So, Nana was out again uh, this game. Uh, not, uh, gosh, I can't talk today. Nigel's also out. Um, and Russell was still out. And Jacoby, our trainer, um, was out. So, we still had a few people yeah. out. So, hopefully, we'll have some or all of them back Thursday. I, I, yeah,
1: you know, I don't, I don't know exactly detailed minutiae of the COVID protocols when it comes to Nana. I don't know if Thursday he's
0: back or Saturday. I guess it would
1: depend on,
0: I don't know what day he started, but I think now the CDC's put it down to five days. So hopefully he should be back by Thursday.
1: I think it, yes, but I also, I think it also depends on like if you're testing negative or still testing pot. I don't know. You know what I mean? Of course, yeah. Not but if, if the way handles that, I don't know.
0: If they're asymptomatic, then hopefully they'll test negative pretty quick.
1: <sighs> let's hope. Anyway, so um so so yeah, I mean it was it was it we, let's just I'm just going to I'm just going to say it. We we needed this win. We needed it. It was a do or die make or break win, and of course, of course, of course it had to be Lamar. Of course. You know, we we always struggle with Lamar in 99. Well, I'll say that. No, 95% of the time it's, it's comes out good for us. There's always that 5% of the time when we, again, just get absolutely upset because of just dumb shit. Like last year or when we went to Lamar um, and uh, you know, two overtimes
0: later. But if y'all didn't believe us when we said, yeah, Lamar can literally have a losing record and they're going to bring their A game for us. Every time. It's exactly what happened.
1: I mean, we say this every time we play Lamar and I feel like most people don't listen. I'm like, every time we play them, this is nothing new. Yeah. They could have the worst possible season on record for Beaumont, Texas, and they would come out swinging. They always do. Whether we're there or they're here, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so Monday night, last night was no different. It was no different. Um, So general history, background between us and Lamar, 19 wins, 16 losses going into this game. Um, The last matchup was an L on uh, 227-21, 83-88 in Beaumont. That's what I was talking about with the double overtime. Just... That was that was another very stressful game and another game that we should should not have lost should not have lost shouldn't even went to overtime and we had ample opportunity to win in both overtimes and then still fucked it up yeah so largest margin of victory was seventy nine forty three in twenty thirteen man bygone are those days smallest margin of victory was by one point seventy three seventy two in two thousand seven uh, Lamar was 0 and 3 in whack play going into this game. And but we you wouldn't have known it. Cuz again, they came out of the gate freaking all cylinders swinging. They looked good. They looked they looked like they had not just lost oh or you know, 3 games in a row in a whack, in whack play. They hadn't. You know, Lamar is at the absolute bottom of the whack. They have won two games. Two all season. They are two and 15 total throughout the season. Didn't look like it last night. Uh-uh. Didn't look like it last night. Just mm-hmm. saying. So, yeah, it's just, it's it's been a wild, a wild few games for us. But, yeah, so give us those general notes there, girlfriend.
0: So, our starters um, was the same lineup we've been having minus Nigel because as we said he was out after um, he literally went down in the last game um, so we had Gavin, David, Calvin, Latrell, and in the empty slot Diego started yay go Diego go can't tell you how excited I was for that that was exciting um, I honestly thought Jacqueline was going to tinkle her pants
1: like she literally was like <gasps> I've never seen her so excited to see somebody start. Never, never.
0: I was very happy for him. We got more notes coming on that. Okay. So we did win 86 to 78 and the attendance was 1,703. Okay. Going to give us the whack standings. I'm going to run and handle cat business while you're starting that. (laughs) Handle Handle those kitties. All right. So whack business. Uh, we got New Mexico State,
1: Grand Canyon, and Seattle U all at the top of the whack at 4-0. Uh, next up, we have Sam Houston right above us at 5-1, and, and we are 3-2. Tarleton at 3-3, three three, Utah Valley at 2-3, Abilene Christian two 2-4, as well as Chicago State. California Baptist at 1-3, oh, Dixie State and UT Rio Grande Valley at 1-4. And, and, of course, like I mentioned, Lamar at the bottom of the pack at 0-4. You know, it was the the games this weekend, you know, New Mexico State winning. I believe they played Tarleton. Um, You know, that really helped us, kept us at the very top. And then, of course, us winning last night kept us above as well. Um, Again, do not forget, we are one of the few teams that has only played 17 games. New Mexico State, Seattle U, us, Utah Valley, Abilene Christian, California Baptist, UT, and Lamar have only played 17. Everyone else has played either 18 or 19. The only game, the only team that has played less games is Grand Canyon, and they've only played 16 games. So they've only played 16 games, and they're still at 4 0 and 14 and 2 in the conference. So (laughs) yeah. Uh, New Mexico State is on a ten-game win streak. Grand Canyon's on a six-game. you on a five-game, and Sam Houston on a three-game. So, anyway, that's the whack. That's the wickety whack as of today, Tuesday, the eighteenth of January. Jacqueline, back to you, babe. All
0: right, Sean Kennedy, stat section. Mucho better than against Sam.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Field goal percentage of forty-seven point one percent. Reminder: in the Sam game, it was twenty-six. So twenty-one percent higher. Um, Our three-point percentage was thirty-nine point one. Game, it was twelve. Our free throw percentage, highest of the season, at 80.6. Woo! Woo! That, so, I know. So happy. I am
1: shocked as shit, but I'm happy. We always usually have a pretty decent, your cat's in there meowing, and now I'm sitting here watching a cat walk across my fucking fence, man. You, these cats are wildin'. They are encroaching on my territory.
0: It, stop it. He really drives me nuts, and that's why I was trying to bring the other one in, but then he wouldn't come in, so that's why he's still me on. Anyways, free throw percentage at 80.6. I'm thrilled as can be. Stop! Um, Points in the paint, we had 28. Points off turnovers, we had (laughs) (laughs) 18. Yeah, he's not stopping. He's like, I don't care. Um, Points off turnovers, 18. Second chance points, 11. Stop. <laughs> Second chance points eleven. Uh, fast break points we had twenty five. Bench that's points. That's bad. That's good. Yeah, bench points we had seven, so not very many. Um, that's okay. Uh Total rebounds we had thirty one. We had twelve offensive boards and nineteen mm-hmm. defensive boards. They had thirty four, so they had three more than us. But that's all right. Um. We had 19 fouls, lower than normal. Uh, We had 14 turnovers, not too bad. They had 17 turnovers. Uh, We had 11 steals. I think that's maybe the highest we've had all season. I'm not sure. I would have to fact check that.
1: We'll have to go back and look. You know, uh, we may do um, coming up or or on the next podcast, do like a how we're doing so far season stat-wise just to see.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. Because
0: I know we did that last season and I think we should probably do it again. Just I think we start. did it at the end of the season, though. I think we did it at the very end. Well, we did
1: it at the very end, but I think we also like, said, kind of like compared. Well, I was bit, I just going to continue.
0: Um, we had three blocks. Our player of the game, our dude Trell, had 23 points, three rebounds, one assist, and two steals. However, we, we spread it around. So we had three players within two points of each other. We had Calvin with 17 points, which I'm I'm pretty sure that might be his career high. I don't know. I, again, I would have to check that, but that's pretty high. Yeah. Uh, Calvin had 17 points, seven rebounds, two assists, two steals. Gavin had 16 points, four rebounds, two assists, one block, one steal. David had 15 points, two rebounds, four assists, and two steals. And then I just have to mention him. The next person in the scoring lineup was Diego with eight points, two rebounds, two assists, and a steal. Go Diego, go! Good for him. So go Diego, through! I'm
1: I'm I'm pleased as punch with that. I'm with, especially with the, with those stats and spreading the points around. I mean, goodness gracious, that's fantastic. Um. Okay. So talking a little bit about the positives from this game. Again, like we said, there is a lot more positives to draw from this game and to talk about and to kind of go over and, and dissect. So uh, we got the tip immediately scored with the layup. Nice. Love that. Again, like night and day difference from the previous game at Sam where they got the tip and immediately scored with the backdoor slam dunk. So we scored immediately with a layup. Love that. Love that. Love that. Immediately out of the gate. Fire. Good. 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 Um we didn't mention uh JJP in this uh or so far. In the, he had 5 points, but he had 4 rebounds, um 2 blocks and 3 assists. So he was again, he was he was doing well. He was over the, you know, on the court playing good defense. He had a 3 um, he was doing good with his free throws, three of four. Uh, so really, really impressed with with his play last night. Again, light years better from the Huntsville game. Absolutely, way better, way, way better. Um, you also, said
0: you said everything I was going to say on JJP, except for he also had a really great block, like a really oh, great block.
1: Yeah, part of his two, part of his two blocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I put, yeah, I put that in my notes as well. I was. Hadn't gotten there. Yeah, but yeah, he had a really, really good block. One of them. Um, yes, 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 yes. But I, I put this in my notes, and I mean, it was very early in the game, and I was like, man, we are already looking way more energetic, have way more juice, way more, just everything than what we did on Saturday. So already in the very first half, I was, I was pleased with their performance. Um, we out, we outscored the twelve, which was good. Um, very I know great. we were having we were having some jokes back and forth with our friends on the court saying that, man, we have eight minutes to score one more point so that we can beat our twelve or whatever. So um, it was pretty funny. Oh, but, yeah, one yeah, um, a couple other things I would like to note that was positives from the game where uh, one was that um there was a moment where I think Trell had either tried to block a shot or he did something, and he fell under the basket. And literally, Day was running towards the other end of the court, but reached down and grabbed him and pulled him up with him as he was running. It was so smooth and it was such a nice gesture. I mean, he didn't, he barely even stopped. He didn't stop. He literally just kept running and grabbed him and, and literally drug him with him up, saying, let's go, man. It was, it was a great moment. It happened really, really fast. I mean, you missed it if you weren't keyed in to that exact moment. I just thought that was really, really fun and funny. It was just a nice little moment, um, and then, man, David and Trell with those threes. I was, I was like, man, don't let them get hot. Don't let them get hot. I mean, Trell had had, uh, let's see, how many threes did he have? He was like you said, five from nine. Uh, David had a couple. Uh, Diego had his couple, um, and man, those came at really, really good times. Really good juice. Yes moment, you know, got the crowd involved a little bit, which was nice. Uh, I will say that the crowd was still not amazing, but at least they were like yelling at least when we were cheering defense, they were cheering defense. So that's a positive. Um, Still not where we need to be, but I'll take the win. Um, Big game, Dave, big game, Dave, with a huge steal and layup. Love it. When Dave gets going, you can't stop the man. You can't. You may have five inches on him, but he's going to beat you to that rim every time. And he had
0: know. so many steals and fast breaks yesterday, and that's why really? when they had that super aggressive foul on him by number 20, I was like, they literally just got pissed off with him making them look dumb. And they were like, mm mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. make this one. Mm-hmm.
0: That's oh, exactly.
1: I mean. Exactly. Um, this is what I wrote for Diego. <laughs> Fuego Diego. So I think that's going to be what I go for Diego now. It's going to be Fuego Diego. Like, he is fire Diego. Fuego Diego. Because <laughs> I love it. Fuego Diego. I'm going to tweet it to him, and I hope he likes it. And here's the other thing. It has nothing to do with uh, um, the other another guy. Like, we told uh, Jalen after the game, we were like, hey, Way to go, JJP. And he was like, oh. he's like, did somebody tell you to call me that? Or like, no, we just started calling you that ourselves. And he was like, that's what everybody calls me like back home. That's like what everybody calls me. That's weird. I'm like, ah.
0: I was like, whatever you prefer us to call you, just let us know. Like, we'll do something else if you don't like. I couldn't tell if he was saying he didn't like it or.
1: No, he liked it. He's, I think he's, he was like, who told you to call him that? Because I guess nobody ever said to call him that. You know what I mean? And so. I,
0: we may have heard it once and then it just stuck. Like, I honestly can't remember. I, I, and no one told us to do that, but.
1: I, I No, I, I, I don't remember hearing it. I mean, we may have just like. Osmosis. In passing and I just osmosisly forgot. Yeah, I don't know. It was just weird. But Fuego Diego, JJP, holy crap, end of the game. Gave in with a huge block another big juice moment, huge block, huge, huge, huge. I mean, I wrote what a block G shit. Like that's how big it was. And I wrote that in my notes. I wrote it. And then Trow again at the end of the game, hit those threes. And of course I know he fouled out. I know it, but you know what? I don't even care that he fouled out. I can't see what he that He fouled out high point. Let's go.
0: And you know what? He fouled out with like four minutes left. So he would
1: have scored more sure would have. And I think that's why he was obviously upset because he knew that he could have, yeah. he was starting to get on fire. He was starting to get momentum. And then of course he fouls out. And I'm just like, first of all, shocked as shit that it was him that fouled out and not Calvin. I know, I know, you know, not Calvin, not, not Gavin. It was just, it was just weird. It was just weird that it was, it was Trell out of nowhere. Um, But he would, but that just, I told him, I, I told him after game, I was like, I was like, the foul out. I was like, you obviously were playing aggressive. You were playing all, you were all over that court. You were all over the ball. I was like, love it. Keep it up. Like I don't give a shit about the foul out. Nobody does. You're a high point. Who cares? You played amazing. Don't worry about it. Let it go. I agree. Yeah. So those were my, those were my positives.
0: Okay. Some, some of minor reiterations of, yours, but if they're slightly different, I'll, I'll touch on them. So I was so happy to see Diego start. We, we kind of brought that up, but I'll just to elaborate on it more. I was so glad to see him getting some more minutes and confidence. And I mean, here's the thing as, as we've lost Rati and we're, you know, shuffling about with starting new people. uh, I think JJP started a few times and we had (laughs) Nigel Um, starting and trail starting and then Nigel's out. So now we got so many different. I mean, and I was thinking about it earlier as I was watching the game back again. Our starters are tremendous. Love our five starters. Love for them to start. Here's the thing, though. When when, there are going to be situations where one or two or three of them are out of the mix for whatever reason, especially with all this COVID stuff going on. Yeah. And so we need, we can't we don't need to have five starters we need to have a team so it's great the other guys you know get a chance to step in like the five starters are tremendous great love them love it love to see it but these other guys need to be just as strong and we need to be able to rely on them so they need playing time and it it's different getting sufficient playing time and starting than just coming in for one minute here and there off the bench and so, you know, so far and you can do you can do fantastic things in practice. Game's different. It's way different. So, you know, so far, all Diego's got is minute here, minute there, whatever. Um, so to see him starting, I mean, I was just shocked, but I was so happy because mm-hmm. that's the only way he's going to get more comfortable and more confident. And we are going to be like we our coaches are going to be more comfortable and more confident to go to him in a clutch situation in a game when we need somebody to come in. So, you know, Kimberly. we're just starting out in conference, this is all about number one, about the time to start really being like, Hey, look, now we're having shit pop up. Right. We, we lost raw tea. We had Nigel out of game. We had Nana out of game. Like some of you guys are going to have to start playing some more and get ready to at the snap of a finger, come in and do something. Um, so I'm glad to see them getting that time. And I was really glad to see, Keller was doing a lot of different rotations and mixes. A lot, a lot putting in, and that's so important on any day, but especially when we have players dropping right and left. Mm-hmm. Because no matter how good a player is, like sometimes there's just some players that certain players that have really great chemistry together. So you got to figure out like what strengths and weaknesses go well together, mm-hmm. and, then, and then they know in certain situations, well, these two together are really good or this, that, and the third. Like, I always think back to probably the pair that in the last 10 years I've had the most fun watching was Walk Up and Trey.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure.
0: I mean, people who know the backstory, they played AAU ball together since they were, what, like 12 or something. Yeah, they were
1: super young. Yeah.
0: There was just a certain level of chemistry that – none of the other players were going to touch the way they played together because you get to know their tendencies and their strengths and weaknesses and how they play and what – you know, you kind of know their mindset of what they're going to go for. Anyway, so – It's
1: almost like it's an unconscious thing, you know, like you always know where he is on the court. Like the guy that you've played with that that many many years, like it's almost – it's almost like a, a third arm. Like, you know, exactly where they are at all times. And it's just, it's unconscious done. Like just throwing the ball up, assist, assist, assist all the time. That's why Thomas was so like, nobody ever gives trade that, that recognition. Like, yeah. except for you and me, like we know that Thomas was so good. The reason he was so good. Trey Pinkney.
0: Yeah. I, I say all the time. Listen, love Thomas. He is great. But Thomas is Thomas. Because of Trey. Correct. So he's a great player, but. But
1: having, you
0: can't be a good, you know. Uh, the opportunities he had if he didn't have right. a player that he played with for 10 years. Right. He exactly when to give him the ball, to give him the best opportunity. Like, mm-hmm. would have been the same. He would I have been mean. a different player on a different team.
1: Oh, for sure. 100%. And I feel like that's why we were so lucky to get him and like to get Trey and him because if we would have had one and not the other it probably wouldn't have been as good no. like sure. Trey was a great great point guard but like would he have had that same chemistry with someone else mm, probably no not. no yeah. yeah so I agree
0: so anyway, whole long tangent there. But I, I was really happy to see different different people going in. But um, on Diego, I mean, listen, so at the beginning, he missed a few shots. Um, but again, like shooting in practice and shooting in a game is just totally different. And the only, the only way to get to that point is more playing time. Um, but I, I think he really took some confidence in driving in. And, you know, he did make two of five from the three-point line. Yeah. He missed the first three, and then he made the next two. Um but you know, he's shocking up to nerves, shocking up to him just needing to get comfortable. And he, he, honestly, none of the shots that he took, I was upset with. Like they were, no. they were all good on looks, target. and they were all on target. Yeah, we're they all were all on, on target, target, and they weren't air balls.
1: Yeah, um, they were all on target. They all hit the rim. It wasn't like you're right. It wasn't like he air balled it or sailed it. Wave, they were all on target. They just hit the rim, bounced out, rolled in, bounced. You know what I mean? Like they they were close yeah keep he, keep going Diego
0: and he made two really nice little pull-up jumpers two possessions in a row mm-hmm. um, So, so I, I, was, I was pleased uh Trill I mean I can't I cannot say enough good things about him but offense and defense like just wow 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 um he can shoot so far out it's ridiculous
1: from the parking lot babe parking lot.
0: Like these kids don't even think that he's going to pull up and he pulls up. Um, he was six of six on his free throws. Perfect on his free throws. Um, five of nine from the three point line. I mean, I just. High point. And you you fouled out with one media timeout left. Um, troll is just like.
1: Like I want to make a troll shirt. Like that's how much I love this kid. Yeah. I don't think he understands how much we love them. I don't. I don't know. Maybe he kind of figured yesterday, but because yeah. we after, after the game we really hyped his ass up, like yeah. really blew some smoke up the
0: booty. Yeah. But he deserved it. He sure did. Um, mm-hmm. We got on a funny note. We got more than twelve points the first half. That was the first best thing. Um, Okay, I, we we talked about JJP, but I'll mention it again. He had a really great block. He was three or four on his free throws. Not not the best outside shooting game for him, but he played some great defense and he was consistent on the free throws, which that's all I asked for. Um, So dad and I had a whole conversation after the game about Calvin. And you'll know, I always, always talk about how much I love Calvin. And I've, I've never even like broached this aspect of Calvin with my dad, but my dad brought up and said the exact same thing. He said, you know, Calvin might not be always be the best player that we have on the floor, but he absolutely is always whatever he's doing. It's 150 Like he is always going the hardest and he's an energizer bunny. He reminds he has, me of, of Nathan. He reminds me of Nathan and Leon and yeah. my dad said, and he always looks like he's having a good time. Like he's oh. always got a smile on his face and he's enjoying it and he's having a good time. And even if he turns a ball over or whatever, you know, he owns it immediately and he goes down the court and he tries harder, you know, and that's just the most important part of the game is to not, not get butt hurt immediately when you mess up, because everyone's going to make an error in the game. Everyone's Mm going to turn the ball over. Everyone's going to miss a shot.
1: Yeah. Nobody's perfect. And we don't expect you to be perfect. It's what you do after the mess up it's what you do after the turnover after the missed shot is what speaks more volumes than, than anything,
0: you know? If if you're enjoying it, you can bounce back faster and do better the next time. Just brush it off because you can't do anything about it in that moment. Like you can't,
1: all you can do is be like, Oh me, my bad hand up. I messed up, go down the court and try to get the ball back you know, make a play, do something on the other end of the court, get the ball back and make up for it later. You can't dwell on that. You don't have time to dwell on it. You know, you know Mm -hmm. who else does that? Who else has like, you know, if they have a flub or a mess up, and then they immediately say "Mm, hand up, that was me, my bad, and goes down and tries to get the ball and and, and plays hard defense back day.
0: Day, (laughs) Day is really good about that. Yeah.
1: He did it a couple times. I will say he did it a couple times last night, where he may have, you know, turned the ball over, bad pass, whatever. Immediately, hand up. That was me. I, I, I take that fully responsibility.
0: So, yeah. But most importantly, what we discussed about Calvin was I don't even remember what game it was, but Dad was saying he watched or listened to some pregame interview or something with Keller, and he was saying. That they'd been working with Calvin to try to make him more offensively minded, because um, that's what my dad said before. He's like, you know, he's he's not probably ever going to be the high point in the game, but he does make good shots and he plays great defense and he has a lot of good energy. Mm-hmm. But like after that game, Dad was like, it was obvious that you could tell he was actually like going down there thinking. I'm I'm going to take a look at the bucket and I'm going to try to make a move. And right. He scores 17 points. And when he makes moves, they mm-hmm. always, always look good. He doesn't he rarely takes a bad shot. Um so he just played a lot more offensive minded. I was so happy with that. I was thrilled with the 17 points. So much better on free throws because he's not the strongest free throw shooter. No, he's not. But he was 11 of 13. 11 of 13, y'all. So good. So good. Um, Derek got some more playing time. And that was another thing that dad brought up. He was like, I really hope before the game, he was like, I hope he puts Derek in some more because he was like, you know, he's young, but he's so athletic. Like he really looks good when he's out there. So, you know, Derek
1: got some more time. Richard isn't the only one that thought that too. Dennis, I know, I don't know if Dennis is listening, but Dennis also said the same thing at the Sam game. He was like,
0: that kid has makings of a star. He needs more playing time. I was like, agreed. Richard's been singing that song. He's like, I need to see Tizino get some more minutes. He's so athletic. I need to see more. So that was. Totally. Totally. And you know what? Back to the
1: Calvin thing real quick. I noticed that as well. I was like, he's trying to shoot like this kid's trying to shoot.
0: Yeah.
1: The few like pull up jays he had looked so good.
0: Like do that more, bud. Go for it. If you have an open basket, do it. Because you know what else? If he doesn't make it the first time, he's going to pull the rebound down. down. He's going to pull it because he follows his shots. And then he he usually makes better, I feel like almost on the putbacks. Like Mm -hmm. I bet he gets more points off putbacks than he does on shot attempts, but
1: agree. I mean he had seven rebounds. He had the most rebounds on the team last night.
0: I think they said during the game that he's our he's either our leading or second highest rebounds.
1: Um, this is why I want to go over the stats for the year up to now to see, like, who has leading rebounds, who has leading shooting. Like, that's just why I was like, let's just, I kind of want to go over that to
0: see where we're at.
1: But, yeah, I mean.
0: Oh, so. okay. So, now I'm I'm seeing my note and I'm correcting myself. I'm pretty sure Calvin's number one because they said whenever I was watching it back. So, we'll talk about Day Day for a minute. Um, he has the second most rebounds on the team and he plays, like, less minutes than – all the starters. Um, But Day impresses me every day. Second most rebounds on the team. As we've said, he's so athletic. He's very quick to admit when he makes a mistake and go down and just try to do better. He's a super smart player. Um, He's a great free throw shooter. What did he shoot yesterday? Um, Two of two from the free throw line. 100%. Yeah. And he's great at putting shots back up in the lane. Uh, Same as Calvin. Um, So I just even if, you know, whatever, yesterday he only scored two points.
1: Yeah, but um, he also came away with two steals, though, too.
0: Yeah, he had two rebounds, two steals, and assist. Um, he's just great. He impresses me every time I see him. Um, big game day, we talked about the, t- the two threes he made were huge, and his steals and fast breaks are just un unparalleled for sure. Um, the Diego to Calvin Alley was, Amazing and listen, I feel like that's another like check mark for Diego. He, even though he is still kind of fresh and hasn't had a lot of playing time, like he's obviously paying attention to mm-hmm. what's happening and looking and seeing opportunities and making the play like an alley's not always the easiest play to make,
1: but well, yeah. I mean it's all about timing, you know. It's all yeah. about timing. You know, another thing for Diego too, and we'll, you know, we're almost done with the, with the positives and move on to the next part, but he was playing some really good defense. Like it wasn't perfect. When is it ever from anybody? But like he was all over that court. He was trying so hard, even, even towards the end of the game to get steals. Like he was – he was doing the best he possibly could with what he got. And he was, he was, he was doing good. He was keeping up yeah. yeah. for a guy who doesn't get to play that much and only, you know, practice defense stuff during practice. Literally. He was doing well. Like he was doing well. Imagine what he could do with more playing time, especially with the threes.
0: I thought so too. Cause he got, he got every stat line except for a block and I'm I'm not holding out for Diego to get a block. I mean, I'm not saying he can't, but not really the play he's trying to make, but he got everything else. Um, right, yeah, right, my, right, My last beat of strength is nothing basketball related, but we got some, a few hugs after the game again, which we're always, we're always happy to see our our guys at the end of the game and, you know, yeah. don't so, they did good. And like, yeah. obviously the Sam game was terrible, but as, as Tess said. Oh, and my feet of strength that I was gonna mention and I forgot. Um, you know, yeah, that was one of the worst college basketball games. That was probably the worst game I've ever seen SFA play. Um, but you know what? We're gonna have bad days, like we've said. And we're, gonna, it's gonna we're, happen. Not gonna, we're not gonna stop supporting them because they have one pitiful game. We're we're no. gonna right back up and be so happy to congratulate them after the game and tell Trell, great game, player of the game, and give our other guys hugs and we had a few people even uh, who sat behind us, the guy you know. I don't know him. but um, Brian. Yeah, who follow the guys and are like, wow. that!" Instead of being like that – because, listen, there are people who after – because I've, I've had to get on people in the past um, – who after one lost game to a rival team is going to be like, well, are we going to fire Coach Keller? And then you got the other people who were like, wow, that was a despicable game. I guess I'm going to have to make the drive – to the next game to support them so we can do better and that's exactly what the guy behind us did he he comes to some games not all he has to drive farther than yeah. i do but he's like that was a pitiful game they need us here so i'm gonna drive in and be at that game
1: i'm trying to, have to move my light hold on um, you go. And yeah well we
0: hard. need to do because they're gonna have a bad day and listen i'm sure they feel 10 times worse about it than we do because they're the ones who played it and they're the ones who probably got their asses ran off in practice So now I just look like a ghost. Oh, you're good. So they need support. So, you know, if they play shitty, we should just show up even more the next game. I like the one you had with the beginning with the purple light. That no, what you had on earlier, it was like kind of a purple light on each side.
1: Oh, because I had it turned over here. Oh, bullshit.
0: Um, sorry, it was like a purple, like hazy glow on each side of the screen. That. Yeah, there you go. Okay, all right.
1: I was like, man, it's starting to get dark, but all right. Um, I did. I did, Rev. I looked like Casper the Friendly Ghost. I was like Alex the Friendly Ghost. I did. It was was funny. Um, So you had a purple light, so you look like you're in some 70s video. Oh, boy.
0: Wait till Friday night. With the deacon of fun, we'll get to that. Just wait. <laughs> we have a lot coming up this weekend. Um, yeah, so
1: we we needed that win. I think it was a big morale booster. Yes, it came at a very um, stressful game because I feel like we were just you know sharing buckets, bu- bu- you know buckets back and forth for a while there, back and forth, back and forth. But you know, at the end of the day, a win's a win, and it could it came at a really good time. And man, I was the cutest ghost. <laughs> Oh, oh, Caitlin, we miss you. Where miss are you? you know? My sweet little sissy. Or our sweet little sissy. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on and talk about, again, as always, the negatives.
0: With the airing of grievances. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> now, you're going to hear about it. You. Okay,
1: so... Few things to discuss, not, I didn't have too many, but there there are a few, okay? Uh, one, number 20 on Lamar. CJ, I need you to wear looser shorts, sir, because his shorts were so tight and so short that it was distracting, A, distracting. And B, um, he was just a showboater, and I don't like that.
0: I had grievances about him too. Um, in addition to yours, mine was literally every time he dribbled, he carried the ball. Like
1: yes, this. he did
0: very obviously, and he flopped a lot.
1: He was a flopper. That was my, I wrote that down too. I'm glad you said that. Yes, he's a flopper. He was a showboater. He had really tight shorts on. Mm, I don't like now tight shorts, and it was fine. But when you have to adjust yourself every five seconds after you run down up and down the court
0: they're during a tight. game,
1: they're too tight,
0: babe. That's not, good. Want... That's not good for your little swimmers. I don't even want to imagine the chafing situation. Oh, God. Anyway, there's some chafing going on there.
1: Has to be. I mean, he must use so much gold bond. Anyway, um, so too tight. Too tight. I worry for your... Your future children. Anyway, um, I mean, come on. Good
0: Seinfeld episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh shoot. Okay. Um, Yeah, and I mentioned it a few seconds ago, but the whole trading buckets thing back and forth in the very first half was very, very, very stressful for us. Um, I was literally, I was sitting there, and I I think I don't know what I exactly what I said, but I couldn't. I was like, man, I do not want this to be another, you know, Sam Houston game. I was like, it's close to going back and forth. Like, oh my God, please, Lord. Uh, so obviously I was very excited that we finally started pulling away towards, you know, middle of the first. And then, of course, you know, going into halftime, et cetera. Another thing, man, as many, you know, good moments we had with layups and, and threes and stuff. But we, but there were also a lot of missed easy shots. Just yeah. easy, easy, easy layups. I mean, just completely bungled. I I, I don't get that. I, I I mean, obviously, I I I know basketball is not easy. Obviously, you can't make every single shot. You can't be perfect. I get it. But when it is wide ass open for you in the lane, in the middle, as Brian was saying, they can't. They couldn't guard the middle. Why couldn't we figure this out? Jacqueline, I mean, I just, I don't understand. Anytime we did go up the middle, we got the damn basket. I just, I, I don't. Or we got fouled, you know what I mean? Like, or we got fouled and then shot the free throw. And then, we, again, we were getting fouled a lot. We, sh- we shot a lot of good free throws. We were 80%, whatever it was. It was good. But why didn't we do that and 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 take advantage of that more? That I don't get. That I don't get. Um. Oh my God! And then the free throws we did miss—complete bricks.
0: Yeah. Oh, we uh, airballed some. Oh, I know. One. What? <laughs> and
1: I'm about tired of the triple clutch bullshit.
0: Yep.
1: Here's the thing. I we've said this before, and we'll say it again. Like, when you are a big dude, you have a lot of LBs over these guys, right? A lot of LBs over these guys. And they had a
0: small lineup. They had a small lineup, too.
1: Exactly. They can't guard. Yeah, babe. They could not guard our big men. Mm -mm. They can't. Why are you double, triple clutching the ball? Go up with the ball. Every time you just went up with the ball – you made the basket or you got fouled. Do that
0: more. Every time. Thank you. Every
1: far. time. And then the moments you did do that, you scored. It was easy as pie.
0: Agree, cosine. <laughs> I don't. Anyway, uh, I it just it was just
1: frustrating. Yay, Caitlin's gonna be there on Thursday. Yay, Thank good, good, good. Cram back Coliseum, baby.
0: We'll Good. see
1: then. Love it. Okay. Um, I was trying to see if I missed anything else. Let me quickly look at the stats really fast. Um, Oh, I'm sure I did. One second. Oh, you're shit right I did. <sighs> Lamar, 32 bench points. That's a lot. We only had seven. Well, because our normal bench was like half of them were starting. Yeah. Yeah. But 32 bench
0: points. That's our bench points were day and Jalen. That was it. That was it, exactly. Because day only scored two and Jalen scored five. Mm-hmm. Seven. Yeah, that was Seven. it.
1: That was it. They had 32 bench points, uh, they had 19 points off of our turnovers, and we had 14 turnovers. Compared to we got 18 points off of turnovers, and they had 17, so they had. Three, okay, that's not hor- okay, that's not bad. All right, let me go back. Um, let's see. They had 34 rebounds, so they out rebounded us. Don't like that.
0: Yeah, like three, which is better than the last game. I'm getting out rebounded by 10, but but still. When and then let me check one more thing.
1: So we had 28 points in the paint. They had 20, so pretty evenly matched. But still, we had 28 points in the paint. That is not where it normally is. Mm-mm. It's in the 30s or the 40s.
0: Yeah. And we we're never- playing
1: a 2 and 15 team. Their only two wins are against
0: D2 or D3 opponents. I'm done. Not good. Okay, so I just actually only have a few small grievance notices that are um, pretty general. But um, we cover number 20. Uh, I was actually surprised that trail's the one who fouled out because Calvin's the one who ran out and got two fouls, like, immediately. Immediately, like, immediately. Like, immediately, I'm like, God.
1: The game starts and five minutes in, two fouls. I feel like it was five minutes in. It might not
0: have been, but I feel like it was immediately. It was before the second media. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't score. I mean, he didn't foul any of the rest of the game. So, (laughs) Which is shocking. Learned some restraint. I was like, oh, my God, here we go. Calvin's going to foul out. The, oh. the freaking second half band it was like, if we yeah. if he's
1: on this, if he's on that like pattern, he's gonna foul out before the second half.
0: Yeah, I was just like, here we go. I um, know. So that, that actually wasn't too bad of a grievance. I thought it was gonna be no, um, but it was just funny. I will say, we're still us, I, I feel like we are still allowing some easy points in the paint that we should not, most especially in that game nice. yesterday, because our lineup was bigger than them.
1: Yes. Um, Exactly, that's why I was like, they had 20 points in the paint and we had 28. I mean, come
0: on, yeah, I'm not happy with that. Um, I feel like, and as I, as we just said, our rebounds were better in this game than the last because we we're only out rebounded three instead of 10. But mm. I still, we are not blocking out, like, we are not. Um, I feel like there's just a lot of times it's just like who can jump the highest and get the ball, and so. <laughs> We may still end up getting some rebounds but if we yeah. would do it the proper way we would get more and we would probably draw some over the back fouls too because if you're all just jumping willy-nilly then you're not going to get an over the back call but if you're actually blocking your man out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you might get that over the back just saying mm-hmm. so i would love Love, love to see some textbook blocking out, and I don't, I don't know what because here's, I think, I think one of the main reasons that that annoys me the most out of some other things is that literally the least talented, least athletic player on a team could block out because it doesn't, it doesn't require like it's not like okay, you got to be talented enough to shoot a three pointer from half court. Literally, all you have to do is make the effort <laughs> to go step in front of the man closest to you in a different Jersey and block him out. Like you literally mm-hmm. just have to do it or not do it. It's not, it's not a matter of skill or athleticism. So it irritates the shit out of me when it doesn't happen because mm-hmm. all you got to do is just decide to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's not hard. So it's I just. Really like, yeah, no, yeah, it's really not. Like, really simple and elementary that we could do that, like, you want to know how to do that little dribblers. I just wish that uh, we could do it every.
1: count. that is two 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 little dribbler references throughout our podcast tonight. One right. in the same game and one tonight.
0: It's just very basic. And I just feel like it's very simple and it gives us a better it is. opportunity of getting a rebound and it gives us a better opportunity of getting an over the back call. So I just wish. Yeah. That um, I'm not saying that none of our guys do, but a lot of times they don't. Um, Here's the thing. Even if we do block out, I, I, I don't trust the refs to call that
1: damn over the back because there were multiple last night that were not called.
0: Just throwing that out there. Yeah. It's hard but, when they're jumping straight up, though. So th- Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, um, I- Let's see. I mentioned in the last game, but again, I, I, I feel like just the last few games, I think we've gotten a little blase about actually trying to take a charge versus Ooh. anticipating it. Um, and blase. I don't, I don't love that. Um, and my last one was, listen, I'm so sorry, but if when we played Charlton, if they're going to stop twice to review tape on fouls that Gavin did to determine if they're flagrant or not, then that foul against David when he was fast breaking calls for them to go over there and look at the film. I'm sorry. Bingo. Down with his feet up in the air against the uh, basket with this other kid on top of him. And you're not going to walk your ass over there and look at the film. No, I'm sorry. They should have. I'm not even saying that it was flagrant. Because it happened so fast, even on the replay, I couldn't tell. But when a body goes down that hard, that's when you walk over there and look at the tape.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. And the fact that he he was, he was got scrabbing, mean, he was bleeding.
0: He was bleeding on his neck. He was bleeding.
1: So something, I mean, he obviously got fouled hard somehow by somebody to get skin contact scratched, bleeding. I mean... At least do the player the service to check. Just check. Because that is dangerous play to allow to happen without some sort of consequence.
0: Yeah, if it's that hard, you need to look. So at least the player knows, okay, next time I can't go that hard. Because they literally just were not going to let him score that basket because he had made about six points off of steals and fast breaks. And Mm -hmm. they were pissed off and they were not going to allow it to happen. And they were excessive. So that's my last complaint, but that was a big one. I'm sorry. That deserved reviewing the tape.
1: No, I, I completely agree. And I'm very, very glad that you brought that up because, because after the game, we had that discussion with with his father. And we're like, we were so mad that they did not check that. I mean, again, even if it didn't come back as flagrant, at least do the player the service to at least show that you care about his well being, for God's sakes.
0: Well, and to show that that's, that's an not an unacceptable, excessive. That yes situation. Yes, exactly. That too. So all, the, all the above. All just, the above. Just I'll be happy that David got right back up because if he would have laid there for more than like three seconds, I would have come unglued. Oh, I was about this close to hopping over the barrier
1: and smacking that kid in the face. Like exactly. you don't do that to people. I'm sorry. Like at that point, David's a defenseless player. Like that's like in football. That's, that's like, I mean, that's literally targeting. That's like, a, that's like equivalent to a targeting. It was too much. He's I an was... offensive player and it's, it's a dangerous play and you have to get, you know, punishment or reprimanded for that. Otherwise, you're going to continue doing it. It's just dangerous. It's dangerous. That yeah. was Should, very not be Should not be yeah. allowed. Not one bit. Not one bit. So Maria says, I think Maria thinks that we can beat a GCU. <laughs> hey, we can beat anybody.
0: Maybe not right now. We appreciate the positivity and the confidence. Uh, I'm, I'm at a loss for words now. I'm so stricken. Um, confidence in us. Yeah. Like, we, uh, let me say this. Beat we have our work cut out for us the next two games. So, we have- out for us. These are going to be the two most difficult games of the year, besides when we play these two teams on the road. <laughs> that's going to be worse. The rest of season,
1: but ugh, that's going to be worse. I mean, them coming here, that's one thing because they're out of their element; they're not in their home territory. But when we go play GCU at home, their home, it's going to be wild. I, I, mm-mm, mm-mm. I really, really wish I could go to that game that we could go to. All that
0: I'm going to say is, I am really glad. I wish we could go to, um, and maybe next time around. Um, I'm very glad that we have played at Kansas so far this season because at least then this is not going to be the most intense um, road game that they're going to be playing in. So that's very true. That we'll It'll be up there. It'll be up there. It's going to be number two. It's going to be the second most intense one.
1: It'll definitely be up there, and 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 again, some of those guys are are used to that because they played at Duke as well. So I mean, but still, that's for some of those new guys, those little fresh new news. Oh boy,
0: never seen anything like it. So anyway, all right. So moving on to um, one word to describe the entire game analysis, Jax, what do you got? Anxiety. Um, and I know I said a few games ago that I, <clears throat> oh no no no, I said I was overstimulated. I had anxiety all day yesterday, like i I just knew and i I knew we've said it a million times how the Lamar game was gonna be um I knew that, and especially coming off that game to sam houston i I just knew how much we needed it to be good um so I had terrible anxiety uh most of the day until the game so.
1: Yeah and uh mine is pretty much similar to yours. I put nerve-wracking. It was just it was nerve-wracking because of the similar reasons because we just got off that horrible piss-poor game in in Huntsville and then we come and turn around and play Lamar who always gives us a run for our money and I'm just sitting there as soon as the first game as soon as the game started just when we were trading baskets back and forth and it was just back and forth back and forth back and forth, back and forth so close I was like oh no I, you know, I was just like, not again. Like, remember a few seasons ago when we were just so excited for, uh, like, a close game because all of our games were blowouts, you know? All of our games were blowouts. And we're like, man, this is kind of boring. And then all of a sudden we had, like, one close game and it was, like, super exciting. We're like, yeah, let's go. Like, we still won. But I was like, yeah, fire. Let's do this.
0: What I wouldn't give for a blowout. I don't think we're going to have any blowouts this season. We wanted to
1: move up and have more challenging play. Why? I'm just, kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we're enjoying it. We're enjoying it. All right. So we have a ginormous, humongous, wild weekend coming up, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Monster a- week.
1: Monster. So had the game last night. Check. Check. That's one of three. Thursday night, we play Grand Canyon University for Cl- Cram the Coliseum, 630. Please, 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 please. I am begging you from the bottom of my little tiny cold black heart. We need you in the stands. Like, I'm missing trivia night for this, you shits. If I can do it, you can do it. And trivia is my, trivia's my shit. And if I can miss it, you can... You can get your ass out of bed and out of and onto the in into the stadium for Creme the Coliseum. Please, like I'm begging you.
0: Very, very important. Then this weekend we talked about it a bazillion times, but I'm going to recap it and tell y'all what all we have going on. This weekend is the Alumni Heckler Weekend, Um, but it starts on Friday night. If you come in Friday night. Join us. If not, not a big deal. The main event Saturday, but Friday night, we will have a little event going on at the brewery from four to nine. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I've mentioned, the music is going to be the deacon of funk, DJ Alton Fraley, who's a personal favorite of ours. Um, he went to high school with my parents, played basketball with my dad. He's a great guy. Um, he's a past board member on the board of regents for SFA. He's a really cool dude. He's going to um, DJ some like, funky 70s tunes for us a little bit of 80s too yeah it's gonna be fun uh the brewery is gonna be doing a happy hour half price flights from 4 to 7 p.m Mm -hmm. for food options will be reed's fish and more food truck or the rebellion pizza kitchen which is Mm -hmm. delicious Mm -hmm. um saturday we have the tailgate i don't know officially what time it's starting do you alex I'm ass- I mean, I'm going to get out
1: there early. I don't think there's an official start time. Uh, Matt may have one somewhere on his on his uh, Facebook page, but I'm assuming earlier the better. Uh, I mean, it's an early tip game, right? It's at 2, correct? Yes. So I feel like in order to get some good, decent tailgate time in, we at least have to be out there by, like,
0: 9 at the latest. See, I was thinking I'd probably get there around 10. We'll see. Depends on if I run. But um, at 11 11- – Around eleven, you need to be ready if you want to tour the Lottie Namola Performance Center. Because uh, some sometime around that time, we're going to get together and tour it. Uh, the tailgate is sponsored by the SFA Alumni Association and Ferdoni Brewery, uh, so we're going to have drinks out there. I think the alumni association's cooking some food or having some food. Yeah, alumni
1: is going to have their tent out there. They're going to provide food, and um, yes, the brewery is supplying about four cases of beer but you still bring
0: your own yeah (laughs) that won't last long (laughs) yeah byob so we don't run out um then if you buy your tickets for the game through the links that matt Atkins has shared all over facebook twitter everything and we can share them again you get a ticket to the game for five bucks and you also get food vouchers um to get food during the game so i mean can't beat it you can't beat all that uh And like Alex said, the game starts at two. So come on out, hang out with us. Yeah. Come to the game. Absolutely.
1: And even if you're not buying a ticket for our section um, or for that section, even if you already have tickets, like that doesn't mean you can't come tailgate with us, come hang out with us, come party with us. Totally go do come do all of those things. I mean, we want the students out there. We want alumni out there. We want everybody to come out and have a good time and have some beers throw them back and then go in and cheer on the jacks and hopefully come out with a dub. So.
0: It
1: is, it is, it is. So um, we're excited. We cannot wait. Um, A couple more reminders. Again, if you're not following us on social media, make sure that you are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, Of course, we'll be posting pictures from the weekend, the whole weekend, you know, Kind of inviting you guys into our celebration time. And then, of course, don't forget to buy your My Plates. Go to www.com or www.myplates.com, sorry, slash lumberjacks. Uh, so you can get up to a $50 rebate. It takes only a few minutes to order these license plates. Our license plates are going to be out and proud on Saturday, especially or Thursday and Saturday. Uh, going to get excited, going to hopefully get some people to sign up for My Plates as well. Um, it's a win-win. You get a sweet plate to show off your SFA pride, and then the athletic teams gets about fifty percent of that purchase price. So it's a Stephen F. awesome way to support your lumberjacks. So make sure you get those my plates, babes.
0: They are cool. We love them.
1: We Again. love our plates.
0: So we can look at ours in person on Saturday if you can tailgate with us.
1: Yeah. So that way you can say, mm, yeah, I really want some, and then go order yours on, you know, um. Sunday or right after the game, whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. So excited for the weekend. Excited for Jax to come down. Have another fun weekend with my Biffle.
0: And week.
1: Man, I'm gonna be tired as hell. Going back to work, three games.
0: Man. I'm driving back. I'm driving to neck and back three times this week.
1: That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. I know it would have been just two, but we had that makeup game on Monday. So, ooh, I know. All right, guys. Again, thank you so much for listening in. Hope you enjoyed both our Sam Houston podcast and the Lamar podcast. We've been on here for a while, chit-chatting, talking about, about Lumberjack basketball. It's been a roller coaster of a few days in the college basketball world, and I mean, I feel like we're just getting started. And it's it's, but at the same time, we're we're in, we're in January and you know, it's, it's almost already March. So it's just flying by. So um excited for the weekend. Like I said, so just going to be a wild one, just going to be a wild one. Um, yeah, absolutely. So one last time, cheers. Mine's empty, but yeah, mine's almost, it takes me a while to drink sour gozes cause they're sour and it, it's not something that you can chug. There's just no way. So, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's a whole pint. So, there you are. Um, anyway, excited to see everybody on Saturday. If you're coming down on Thursday, same thing. Um, we'll see you then. And always remember to act some jacks. Without some jacks. Have a good night. Happy Tuesday.